Hello, and welcome to the Align and Thrive podcast. I'm your host. My name is Emily Taylor. And today we are going to be talking about a tool that is part of our mindfulness practices that we don't always think about, we don't always put intention to, but it's something that can really have such a big ripple effect. And that is curiosity. And we are going to talk about how to cultivate curiosity in a way that is going to help support us getting unstuck. And it's also going to support us living more present lives. Now, curiosity, when we think about it, we almost think of it in relation to a child, that a child is curious. And it's something that as we transition into adulthood, we can kind of lose that sense of curiosity, that sense of wonder, where we are willing to just wonder at something. When we become adults, we have mindsets that are very focused on managing something that our linear minds like to take over. They like to put everything in a category. They like everything to be very black and white versus leaving space, leaving room for curiosity, for just letting things be. Now, when we are cultivating curiosity as a tool, it really comes with bringing peace to those moments that we may not have an answer or bringing peace to those moments where our mindsets want to be a little chaotic. So think about any um, daily event and how your mindset likes to manage those moments. Even think of if you're in a car driving somewhere and someone cut you off Instantly, our mindsets like to react. It likes to put a label on it that that person that cut us off was thoughtless. They were impatient. They didn't see me. We like to be very reactive. What if in that moment we brought some curiosity? Oh, I wonder where that person is going. I guess they didn't see me. I wonder what's going on in their day where we didn't have to have a big reactive uh, reaction. And sometimes these moments are even enough to impact our day, how we're feeling that we're, you know, we're feeling a little bit angry from that moment where these moments where we are having reactions instead of responses are a great opportunity to start practicing that curiosity. And even think of it in the bigger events of your life. So I am a health and fitness coach. So I often relate it to what I'm going through on my journey or what my clients are going through on their journey, that how can we start being more curious with ourselves? And it can be in any example, in any event of life, you know, you're on your health and fitness journey, maybe things aren't going your way. How can we bring some curiosity in there? How can we start being more reflective that instead of having an answer, instead of having it be black and white, how can we be curious? Or if something makes us feel a certain way, instead of being angry, how can we sit with it? How can we be reflective? How can we be curious? Hmm. I wonder why that made me feel that way. And just start being inquisitive in that way, being reflective. And there's also this sense of wonder. And I love the idea of wonder. Now, so often 
we have been conditioned and programmed to seek happiness. And when we are putting this pressure on ourselves to be happy, it can start to, um, you know, make us wonder if we are living the way we should, if we are as happy as we should be. And I think the world as it is today starts to create a narrative that we should feel just abundantly happy every single day, all day long. I don't feel that's realistic. That's not my reality. I definitely transition through all of the feelings that are part of the human experience. Some days I do feel high highs and I love that energy. I love that sparkle, that excitement, but that is not every day for me. Sometimes, you know, I can go weeks without feeling that ecstatic high high. Uh, When I do, it's fantastic. I savor that moment, but a big part of the human experience is also feeling the moments that are neutral or also feeling the moments that are low lows and we are feeling stuck. And those moments that we are feeling stuck is really when we want to step into that sense of wonder, that sense of curiosity, and just sit with those feelings. I absolutely feel sensations of stress and anxiety. And this is just part of life. It's part of my life, at least. And I even think about my morning. I am a mother, a mother of two. So, you know, I'm on the clock when it comes to my morning routine, trying to get the kids out the door as, you know, they are stopping in their morning routine and playing and there's a lot of disruption there and I have to be the timekeeper keeping everyone on schedule and it can be a lot on my nervous system I am not gonna lie trying to keep kids on the clock on schedule I myself my physical body feels that stress feels that pressure but I try to stay present in that moment and I try to stay curious and it's one of those things that if we're already running late I need to let go of that anxiety and stress that I'm carrying in my body and that is just the reality of the day that is a circumstance I can no longer control my kids are at the age as well that I really try and reinforce that they have autonomy over their own bodies. I cannot force them to be on time. And that's something I also need to realize within myself that there's only so much I can I can control that if we are running late and, you know, I can't force my kids to go quicker. I do my best and I try to be the keeper of time, but there's only so much I can do. And I also need to honor my own self that I'm not putting so much stress on my body and my nervous system. And I also know the mother I want to show up and be, and I don't want to show up as the mother that is, you know, yelling and threatening to try and keep them on schedule. I do my best. I remind them, I set timers, but There is so much within my morning that is out of my control. And if walking to school makes us a couple minutes late, but we got to get our bodies moving, I actually opt for that and I'm okay with that and I'm at peace with that. And that's the choice that I'm empowered to make. And you know what? More times than not, we are a couple minutes late and it is what it is. I do my best as they grow things will improve, but we also need to just make peace with those circumstances that are out of our control. 
Some other, you know, moments of stickiness are when we are met with those barriers that are out of our control. I'm trying to think of examples within my own life. Uh, we are all met with these barriers on a continuous basis. Uh, you know, when we're feeling unwell, maybe we're feeling really low energy. Often our mindsets like to panic, they like to manage, they like to tell us what to do to fix that problem. I'm feeling fatigued. That must mean I need to skip the gym. I need to sit down and watch TV. They like to give us these solutions that aren't always going to be supportive. So instead of being so quick to step away from those commitments you've made to yourself, how can you be curious? Okay, I feel fatigued. Maybe getting my body moving in a gentle way is gonna be supportive. What could I do to kind of best support myself? So staying present in that moment because also when we were, when we are under stress, our mindsets like to retreat, right? They like to be those problem solvers of, you know, oh, I'm feeling tired. What can I kind of dump off my plate? Which sometimes we do need to unload, especially when there is a lot of energetic burden on our plate. But we also need to be really realistic in making sure that we are still serving our highest good, that we are still supporting ourselves. Because sometimes we need to know that difference between making sure we're still in balance and, you know, retreating and starting to kind of quit on ourselves. There's definitely a difference there. And it does take a lot of self-awareness to start to spot the differences. And that's even becoming more present in our self-talk of, you know, where are these feelings coming from? And that is where that curiosity comes from. That if you have something you're working on and all of a sudden your mindset is telling you, this isn't working, this is really hard, I want to quit, you know, why did I even try and do that? All of that is some really negative self-talk and it's also a lot of self-limiting beliefs. So how can we really get present in that? And even when things feel hard we like to really focus on how hard things feel versus how can I get curious? And also, how can I start reinforcing the belief that I am capable of doing hard things? That is one of my favorite affirmations. Um, as I kind of weave it into my personal daily life, I love strength training. So in those moments that feel challenging, how can I get curious? How can I stay present? How can I remind myself that I am capable of doing hard things? And part of personal growth is when we push up against that growth edge and we feel the stickiness, we feel the resistance, how can we get curious? And that is why curiosity is one of our most important tools, because that really is integrating that growth that is staying present enough that when your mindset starts to panic, you are grounding yourself, you are bringing yourself back, you right in that middle of that chaotic thought are asking yourselves, how can we stay present? What can we do? We really start to get reflective there instead of letting that chaos carry our mindsets away and just want to manage and take over. 
that linear mind of thinking can keep us really stuck because it does like to label things that hard is bad, you know, easy is good. When we need to get curious, where does that belief comes come from? And you know what, there is so much value in discomfort that we need to be able to slow our mindsets down. And that is something I try really hard to bring into my own life that when we feel ungrounded, when we feel chaotic, it's like our our thoughts are moving at such a fast pace that we are reacting and we're no longer responding. And there is such a difference there. And that is something we want to start to integrate throughout our life, throughout our interactions with our kids, with our partners, with our friends, with our coworkers. How can I respond instead of reacting? And a big part of that is going to come from just slowing down our mental process, grounding ourselves. When we feel that internal reaction, how can we get curious in that moment and really see what is at the root of it? Why is this triggering me? Why am I having a response? And that is also how we really build our relationship with ourselves. That is how we deepen our own personal journey. Like, wow, I felt this internal trigger, but where did it come from and why? It typically is not from that moment. It's typically coming from another part of your journey from your past. And when we slow down that thought, we really open ourselves up. We give ourselves space so that we can get something from that moment. I love to kind of chew on something that I did feel that internal response that I, you know, I'm now given an opportunity. I'm pushing up against a growth edge or barrier so that I can have a takeaway. And I am a big believer that every experience I have is perfectly designed for me. When I hit a barrier, when I come up against a circumstance that is out of my control or things really didn't go my way, I love to just sit in it. And sometimes it doesn't feel good. I like to call it sitting in the shit. And we need to sit in the shit. That's part of the human experience. We need to understand that the human experience is going to feel yucky. But the those yucky moments lead to so much more. We cannot get to those high highs. We cannot get to those moments where everything feels sparkly and wonderful without pushing through that sticky resistance that was perfectly designed for us. That perfectly designed barrier is meant for you to have the growth and learning experience you need to get to the next level. I like to continuously remind myself when I feel resistance that I know my next up leveling is coming. So I want that to be your biggest takeaway of this podcast episode. When you are pressing up against your growth edge, when things feel resistant and sticky, how can you get curious? Because making space for that curiosity, that wonder is going to get to your next up leveling. And we are continuously up leveling. That will never end. You will never get to a point in your life where you're like, oh, I'm done growing now. I'm done learning lessons. 
never, ever, ever, I will be in my 90s. I hope I'm in my 90s still having these wonderful experiences of resistance, sitting in the shit, and then getting to the next up leveling. That is what the human experience is all about, or that's what it's about to me, just this continuous journey of growth. Thank you so much, everyone that listened today. I hope that this podcast episode inspires you to get curious, to get present, to start using any circumstances in your life to just wonder and sit with them and ask yourself what you're meant to take away from that moment, from that moment that was so perfectly designed for you and is there to support your up leveling. Now, if you did enjoy this podcast episode, I would love if you left a review, you can take a screenshot and share it in your stories on Instagram at Emily Nicole fit. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to tap in with me and tell me what your takeaway was from this episode. But otherwise, thank you so much. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. 